We're gonna we're just shoveling the banter. Sequestering the banter. We're quarantining the banter and just waiting. Just waiting until we get a single spirit heart. And then the banter engines can fire once more. It's like Frostpunk. You know, we're in a dire circumstance, you gotta start eating soup. I mean, in hindsight, I can't really say it, you know, in foresight, obviously, but in hindsight, Frostpunk is probably one of my favorite games of 2018, and certainly um, one of my favorite games that I've played so far in 2020. I always thought, it, I, I get why, I guess. You know, I mean, it's just, games are just abstracted, you know, experiences, right? So, you know, it's not that people in real life, I, I, and I, I'm doing a bad job of explaining this, but... I oftentimes find myself taking this position. Let me think about this for a sec. Let me think about this for a sec. Okay, let's go. But you know, sometimes, and I think people are guilty of this, not just in uh, movies, but in video, or ju not just in video games, but in movies as well. But in movies, it almost makes more sense because some movies are, I wouldn't say intended to be, uh, you know, simulations of real life. But some of them are like, you know, they they ask you to submit that this could indeed have taken place in a real-life context. But in video games, sometimes people will be like, you know, like me. <laughs> it might be like, why do people have a debuff from soup? I love eating soup. Why would they have a debuff? It doesn't make any sense to me. But, you know, it's not really that they need a debuff. You know, they, they would, don't want to accurately model soup in the game. What they want to do is add something that, you know, raises one attribute while lowering another. So you, you trade your happiness... Uh, or your hope, I should say, and you get some more food rations out of it. It's important to remember it, you know. I, you can't, uh, you can't pull the realism card on on everything. On a on a straight up simulation, sure. One of the things that gets me is I, I really like this director, um, Yorgos Lanthimos, whose name I finally started pronouncing correctly. Um, he, he's a Greek director. He's done his most famous work is definitely The Favorite with Rachel Weisz and uh, Emma Stone. Uh, Olivia Coleman. Those are the big names in that one. Um, but he also did The Lobster and the, the Killing of a Sacred Deer, both with Colin Farrell, who I always try to call Colin Farrell until my brain stops me. One of the number one criticisms in, in those movies, not so much the favorite, but definitely in The Lobster and The, the Killing of a Sacred Deer, uh, which admittedly I've only seen bits and pieces of, but I should see it. Because I just described him as one of my favorite directors. But I love the lobster in The Favorite enough, okay? But in, in The Lobster, nobody talks like a human being. They all talk like weird robots. And the one criticism I've heard of people, or heard people levy, is like, well, nobody talks like that in real life, so how am I supposed to put myself in the shoes of being in the movie? It's like, it's unbelievable. Look, you could say they talk like a weirdo, so I didn't like the movie. That's fine. But the idea that, you know... The dialogue is unbelievable in a science fiction movie about being forced to find a partner uh, or you get turned into an animal of your choice is just a strange... It's, it strikes me as an argument that misses the point to some extent. You know, if the, if the dialogue and, it, and its unique nature... Ooh, baby. Serve the tone and the message of the movie, which is perhaps that, you know, we live in an overly sterile world to begin with. That's why everybody speaks to one another in purely objective sentences with no nuance behind them. Then, then it's, uh, you know, it's an artistic decision. It's not like, well, he tried, he sucks at writing. <laughs> not that artistic decisions can't be bad. But you know what I mean. I'm just saying it's, I don't like it versus it's objectively bad is, is what I like. That's, that's my preferred 
method of criticism, at least. Steven would still be pretty good. Why isn't it called Steven's head? You know? You got a little Steven. Then Steven himself doesn't even have a body. He's just a floating head. You know? Hey, look. This is the kind of... We don't need to talk about this. I don't know why I got off on that tangent. I'm not... I'm just not that interested in the... In the thematic uh, implications of Isaac, you know? Or the mechanical ones. Like yesterday, Sinvicta DM'd me. And he was like, Yo, dude. Do you know when you do a victory lap... Whether or not it takes an Eden token, and or or whether or not you get an Eden token, maybe for finishing the floor, I don't know. Um, I said I do not, but in my head I was like, man, dude, when was the last time I did a a victory lap? <laughs> this is like 2017, maybe. I don't know. There goes my bone heart, though. Um, I was like, this guy, you gotta give it respect. That's a I like Isaac a lot. And I like playing it, but the game itself, I merely like at this point. Like, merely very like. I'm not in love with it anymore, you know? At least until the DLC comes out. Simvicta is like, he, it's his love. He's finding new things to appreciate about the game. You know, even four years since the last piece of meaningful content was added. The other thing I found hilarious is that apparently he asked Edmund about it. And Edmund said... I have no idea, which I think is <laughs> very appropriate considering how specific the question is to begin with. But anyway, I don't know. I guess I never thought about it. Not No burning up. No Sean Mendez happening here. Or is that? No, it's the Jonas Brothers. I know. Confusing Sean Mendez and the Jonas Brothers. How could I possibly do that? Well, I'll give you one reason why. I'm 31. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be broke when I'm 31. They say the best classes go to the fastest. Etc. Etc. But the Jonas Brothers. Wait a minute. Sean Mendes is the hottest new-ish singer-songwriter on the planet. Also Canadian. The Jonas Brothers are old and busted now, right? They're not 13 anymore. I thought I I I know and this is, you're gonna have to let me finish the point here, which is gonna necessitate finishing this deal with the devil first, because I want to apologize to the Jonas Brothers with whom I have no quarrel. One of the best, I, I think this is legitimate, one of the best measures or markers for how you can tell if you're starting to get a little bit older is when a band you hated when you were younger because they were popular with the younger demographic comes out with their, like, reunion, and you're like, hey, wait a minute, these guys ain't all that bad. <laughs> I'll give you an example. Like, the Jonas Brothers are a good one. They're going through it right now. They go, I'm a sucker for you. And I'm like, hey, this song, you know, it's not like it rocks. It's not going hard, you know. There's no Marc Rebillet. But uh, I'm like, it's catchy enough. It's good for laundry soap commercials and et cetera, et cetera. When the Jonas Brothers were first around, I was like, it's teeny bopper garbage. Also recently-ish. Um, happened with One Direction, where when they were actually, you know, at the height of their popularity, it was like, it's just for, it's just music for teenagers, I don't like it at all. And then I was at karaoke one night, you know, like, three years ago, and they sang a One Direction song there, and I was like, yo, this is pretty good. Story of my life, take her home. You know, again, I wasn't like, this is the greatest song of all time, but I was like, I can see what people are talking about here. wonder when it'll happen next. I'm trying to think of, uh... 
I mean, who are like the most popular artists in the world right now? Obviously, like Taylor Swift. Following that, um, Dan Deacon. That was a joke. Who doesn't like Dan Deacon, though? Gotta get this up there, home. Gotta get that home. Do you know? You know Dan Deacon, Wham City? He's come out with a lot of stuff since then, but, you know, I'm kind of permanently locked in that, like, 2006 to 2010 corridor. I'm always surprised. It's like, people think I have... Uh, I, don't, I don't know if there's such a thing as good taste and bad taste, right? Um, necessarily, on an empirical level. But I'm always surprised when, you know, I, I talk about, like, some of the music I listen to. And then I talk about some of the music I like, and people are like, wow, NL actually has really good taste. And I'm like, yeah, I know. You think it's hard? You just read the right blogs, watch the right YouTubers, dummy. It's the easiest thing in the world. Wow, he likes neutral milk hotels into the aeroplane over the sea. And then people, whenever you say something like that, uh, they hit you with like, oh, wow, what a, what a slash MU core list. Like, I get it, it's from 4chan. Freaking, this, that's not from... Moo, dude, this is from freaking Pitchfork. Where do you think, where do you think Moo got it from in the first place? It's, this is old Pitchfork core. Just been circling around for 10 years. I see it now. I do, you know, because uh, we look exactly the same according to people with no eyeballs. Sometimes I see tweets meant for Anthony Fantano and they go like, hey, rate my favorite albums of all time. It's like the same favorite albums that every cool kid, myself included, had when we were 16. Except now there's like four new albums on it, you know? There's like a Death Grips album. I'm not cynical about it, you know? They're good albums. There's like My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is on all of them now. That wasn't around when I was a teenager. But apart from that, so yeah, I know. Oh, wow, you like Hail of the Thief as well? That's crazy, dude. Who, who would have thought your top 25 albums of all time has nine Radiohead albums on it? Anyway, that's not cynicism, if anything. You know, it's, uh, it keeps us together. Like the opposite of a Joy Division song. You might think you're getting older when you're like, F, the kids are listening to something that I'm not listening to anymore. You're really starting to get up there when that band comes back around for, you know, their reunion tour, and you go, wait a minute, these guys ain't all bad. I remember it happened to my, uh, my mom and my uncle. I was watching Much Music, which is our version of MTV. <laughs> it's named differently here. <laughs> um, and a new Hanson song came on, like four years after Mbop came out, and it was a little bit more like moody, and a little bit more like folky almost, like a little acoustic guitar accoutrement was involved. And they were both like, whoa, I never thought I'd say this, but Hanson, this song's pretty good. Now, me, as a 13-year-old, I knew everything, and I was like, actually, this song sucks. What actually rules is Papa Roach, dummy. You'll get there, too, God willing. Look, you can make fun of Canadian MTV for being called Much Music. I make fun of American M Much Music for being called MTV when there's no M on the TV anymore. It's a bit of an old take, but it's, you know, it's the honest-to-goodness truth. <laughs> Forget, actually, you know what? I do get MTV. I know I get MTV because when my parents were here last time, I was scrolling through the channels, and Tosh.0 was on like a nine-hour marathon on, M on uh, Much Music. Or maybe it was MTV. I can't remember now. I, they play the same stuff. Look, I'm not trying to be superior over this crappy premium cable channel. Um, 
And my, I was trying to scroll. You ever do this move on TV? You try to scroll fast enough that the person who obviously would like watching the show doesn't see it so you don't have to watch it rather than just having a conversation with them like a normal person. Um, but I failed, unfortunately, so my, my dad went, Yo, Tosh.0, let's watch some of that. I said, okay. And then he's like, you like this show? And I was like, yeah, he's okay. <laughs> and I, I don't really, I don't hate the show necessarily, but... Especially some of the episodes that are older, I'm just like, oh man. It's from a different era of, like, extreme edgelord culture, for sure. But I love, I, I hate to say it, I love watching videos, viral videos of people getting hurt. Not maliciously, but due to their own hubris. But, uh, when I went to it, I was like, I don't think we get this channel. And then it was like, surprise, you bought it. <laughs> you, you've owned it for years, apparently, and, uh... Now, every time Tosh.0 is on, your TV will send you a push notification that says, Hey, Tosh is on. Do you want to watch it? It's uh, the newest episodes from 2013. They're still releasing characters for Smash. I know uh, Bergenworth just came out. I, I saw a Smash tier list uh, the other day. It was, like, unrecognizable to me. Like, actually, legitimately, all of my favorite characters... I, I didn't see Inkling, but all of my favorite characters from, like, a year and a half ago are down in the bottom tier. And then the top tier is exclusively uh, Star Fox and anime characters with swords. I'm not mad, I'm just like... Donkey Kong. Isabel. Captain Falcon. They're, they're all down there at the, the very bottom. Even Pichu is not... Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't like playing Pichu. To begin with, but even Pichu was like way down there. What what happened, dude? What's wrong, Pichu? I thought you was keeping it S tier. I thought that's what you wanted. They say if you're nerfed, get good. But remember, they know the meta too. Now, baby, when I get you, get you, get you, get you, I'ma up tail into forward throw, do a quick roll frame, cancel wave dash, and spike you. <laughs> that's good, but it's it it shouldn't have been, shouldn't have existed, but it is good. That's great execution on a on a pretty bad joke, which is on brand. Ah, yes, the Kendrick Lamar, but not the most recent album, the one from five years ago. Reference plus uh, Super Smash Brothers, where I know just enough to say something that sounds meaningful to people who don't play the game. But if you play the game, you're like, "What is he talking about?" He thinks he could keep a combo going after he throws in a roll. <laughs> I would just cancel out. Baby, I'm riding, yeah, I'm riding dirty. Okay, let's finally kick this run into high gear. It's safe, it's stable, it's a 40-hour job with benefits. I don't want it! I'm quitting to become professional bite superstar. Six seconds is all I need to get the world clapping. Yes, I have bite. Haven't really put too much on it, because, I mean, six seconds is not a lot of time. It's hard to build a bid in six seconds. I know I've said this exact permutation of words before. Every once in a while, I'll go on bite and just be like, what's up? And it's almost exclusively just... I mean, what do you expect a six-second joke is like? There's a lot of people getting hit in the nuts. Nothing wrong with it. I like it. One of the very few times, actually, lately, that I've been like, a run that we're having is unlosable this late. Oftentimes, I go like, this run's unlosable, and then, you know... When I get to the chest, I'm like, well, <laughs> I didn't lose, but it kind of came close for a bit there. I can't remember, like, the last time we became Guppy. It's, I mean, much like when people are like, I can't remember the last time I had last food, uh, had fast food. 
I don't know if I said a complete sentence there. Let me rephrase. Much like when people are like, I can't remember the last time I had fast food. And then when they really think about it, they're like, oh, last Tuesday. It was probably within the past two weeks. <laughs> but I'm not certain. It, that's, that's a relatively long time for Isaac. I feel like hopefully this is the, the dawning of the age of Guppy. I can get down with that. Little Bumbo Jr. in there. I don't know. Bumbo, Gertie, Gimpy, Turdy. There's so many different E's in this game. It's hard to keep them straight. I feel like I'm naming my grandkids wrong. For now, thanks for watching. I hope you guys have enjoyed the episode. If you did, click the like button. Helps out a great deal. Of course, subscribe if you want to see more in the future. For now, thanks for watching. I will see you next time. See ya!